Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Zite gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first class luxury meets world class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 315, episode 5 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and it is Friday, December 1st, 2023. (laughs) We made it! Finally. Finally. Fuck them 30 days, man. We're here. November, (laughs) man. December. Thanks, angry. It's all about December, man. Time for my December to remember. Well, guess what? Oh, shout out, Lexus. It's National Bartender Day. It's National Eat a Red Apple Day. Oh, Jack, you doing that. Uh, Faux Fur mm. Friday. Shout out, Faux Fur. Uh, World Faux AIDS fur. Day. Rosa Parks Day. Uh, also, National Pie Day and Antarctica Day. And by focal. Also, Henry Kissinger is fucking dead. I know it's the second and, day, but yeah, but you know, happy Henry Kissinger is fucking dead day. D day, dead day plus one. D day plus one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, D day plus one. And with your spirit. Uh, well, my name is Jack O'Brien, aka. Uh, what what is this? For? Oh yeah, I saw a dark spot on your front side. It wasn't P. Looking scared on the, all the rides. It wasn't P. Claimed you went down a water slide. It wasn't P. Blamed it on your nephew, made him cry. It wasn't P. That is courtesy of Zach Van Nuss on Twitter. Twitter at Zach Van Nuss. I think you mean X. Nope. No, no, no. Do not. In not. This house. not okay. in this house. Formerly known as. In we this house, it is called we Twitter. believe. It is called Twitter, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Ball looks like a dude scrolled. Ball looks like a dude scrolled. Okay, shout out to me. Just thinking about again, I just—it blows my mind that this fucking dude looked at a dinosaur bone. And was like, that's a guy's ball sack. That's a giant bone form. That's We've, a giant <laughs> scrotum. Bone oh, looks know. like a dude sack. Scrotum. Dude scrotum. Scrotum. Dude yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. What? Is, is, is there mind. some confusion about that? <laughs> I, I don't know what. Scrotastic. Yeah. No, 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 nothing. It's, it's a dude uh, made perfect. Uh, now I have to see this. Yeah. Oh, it's not even a thing. It's just like this. Jack was. You know how a bone, the end of a bone has like two little ball knobby things on it? Like yes. a femur, like a yes. ball, ball yes. head. So when, yeah. before people knew what dinosaurs were, they found one of those that was giant and 
a oh look a giant yes, testicle a, yeah from an a english large man yes. an english doctor looked at that and said that is a giant's scrotum that's my best <laughs> guess over here that and is, that was like <laughs> that was where we were it. at like shockingly recently that's where we were at you know, there was like some like I woman who had been also studying anatomy who probably couldn't speak up because of horrible patriarchy. He's like, that's not a fucking. Not no, a exactly. Fuck. Okay, yeah. She was like, yeah. yes, doctor, we'll, we'll have it again. Yeah, it's a dude. Yeah. A brilliant doctor. Yes, yeah, a dude's scrotum. Like, what's indeed. the other side of the scrotum? Like, it's just. Because my like, scrotum's that's huge. What kind like of that? giant is this? His, he's just, they're just hanging, they're dragging on the ground. So and dumb. There's a bone like, on the end of it. <laughs> yeah. It's such a made vast misunderstanding bone. of like how bones work. Like, or a scrotum. What a scrotum a, is. I mean, imagine if you had like a hard scrotum like that. Like yeah. that Maybe he suck. did. Oh, Maybe he, he was did. telling on himself. Yeah. That's like. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, what do you mean? Here, knock on my scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of these <laughs> guys. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Show. Miles. Yeah. Who's that voice we keep oh, hearing? We're thrilled so, to silky. be joined. In our third seat by a brilliant comedian, writer, journalist, activist, you know, from places like Al Jazeera, MSNBC, The Young Turks, and from the podcast, The Bitchuation Room. Yeah. It's Francesca Fiorentini. Francesca! A.K.A. not your girlfriend, but your best friend. And here for Friendsgiving. I fucked up my friends, but not your girlfriend, (laughs) your best friend. Your best friend. happy to be here on Friendsgiving. Thank you so much. Friendsgiving. Thank you for having us here on Friendsgiving. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. It's been way too long. I'm I'm a little upset how long Entirely it's been that I've been on yeah. the show. And Are I, you mad at us? Yeah, a little bit. We're no, no, I'm just missing here. you guys. But yeah, when you yeah, hear no, your yeah. family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you hear your family, like any bad company or Olive Garden, yeah. when you're here, mm-hmm. you're really, we're a, we like to think of ourselves as a family yeah. here. <laughs> That's because we are going to predate on you and do bad Unlimited breadsticks. And hot takes. We call it mm-hmm. uh, Geispitaliano. Mm. I like it. Don't you remember Hospitaliano? That was like their whole thing at Olive Garden. Oh, y'all I don't fuck with the garden like that? I <laughs> have not been to an Olive Garden. I've wow. never been to a Red Lobster. And I've myself. maybe only been to a Sizzler once. Okay. I like that, you know, people say they have photographic memories, but it's usually they have photographic mem- memories for certain things. Yes. You know? Like yes. chess prodigies. They can memorize like just a quick snapshot of the board and they will remember exactly where all the pieces were if they are in positions that they can technically be in in a game. Like it just like makes sense to them. And the equivalent of that for Miles is Olive Garden (laughs) marketing lingo. Any any 90s marketing, it's fucking, it's in there. (laughs) Hospitaliano. My my own birthday, dude, 1998. Y'all don't remember that? Y'all don't remember okay. Hospitaliano, dude? Oh, that shit was fucking dope, bro. Yeah. I like I this is like a lapse of when you didn't have a babysitter for like a certain time. Yeah, yeah right. It was like, Hold that's on. how much television you were watching? Oh, my God, dude. If you want to talk about Raised by TV? That's fucking me. What does it mean being Italian? Hospitaliano. Hospitaliano. That means, let me grate you some cheese. And oh, you gotta taste this. And we can't do enough for you. Enjoy Hospitaliano at the other one. Yo, that shit was from 1998. This is is anti Italian discrimination. It is violence. My name is anti Italian discrimination as well. So I know, takes one to know one. It's sort of comically Italian. 
I like that they're trying to claim that like grating fresh Parmesan cheese (laughs) on your food is like next level. Yeah, next level hospitality. (laughs) It's like, is that all Italian restaurants? But I guess for for all no, no, that's not hospitaliano. Hospitaliano is leaving you the bowl. All right, that's true hospitaliano. I mean, I don't actually know. I feel like in Italy, they're like, no, you don't get a a one shred more. This is (laughs) all the cheese it needs, and that is it. Like that's, you know what I mean? They'll like my dad would never like if you like over cheese. He's like, what's that for? If you don't eat correctly, my dad would be mad. But like for me, put the cheese in my mouth. Exactly. Real (laughs) hospitaliano is just like leave it on leave it on the table. Yeah, do it yourself. Like hook yourself up. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, that Real is Hospitaliano true. is, you, they will do it directly into your mouth after each bite. I think that's yeah. the... Yeah, Hospitaliano is just sk- like standing over you and making sure you're eating the food correctly. And right. like you're not, un- <laughs> you got to un- yeah. undo the lasagna, but eat it as a straight down bite yeah. with, you know what I mean? It's like you use can't... Use the spoon, use the spoon, use exactly. the spoon. Exactly. Let me make sure mm. to like lap up all the sauce. Scarpetta yeah. is called scarpetta. You know what that is? You know when you take bread and you go sh- 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 with sauce? Yeah, yeah. Scarpetta. That's scarpetta? Yeah. Do you also know it, Italian has three words for farts? Three different words. Oh, good I mean, for them. you're shaming me right now because I should know this, but geez, there's three words for farts? Yeah. Hey, so there's lofia, scartofia, and ventrechia. Mm. Oh. Lofia, what do you think your lofia is? That sounds like a lovely a nice soft one? one. Right. So it's a silent but deadly. Okay. Oh. Lofia. Okay. Beautiful music in the background. Uh-huh. We have to do this whenever we're doing a, an Italian culture exchange. Oh, like yes. Scartofia yeah. is actually arguably like the nicer one, but it's the sound, no smell. And oh, then, oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that one's like, ooh, it's cute. Like a little toot, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> Oopsies. <laughs> or a little toot. rip, but yeah. But and, don't and then ventrechia is the real deal. That's like yeah. the sound, the smell, the fire and the fury. Wow. Ventrechia. Yeah. yeah. It sounds bad, too. Ventria. They, they nailed it with those three words. Ventrechia. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, your like last a good name. Anyway. name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Hey, Paul Ventrechia. is Francesca. Fiorentini. We're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about. We're going to talk about ear or, like, how, how it would be great if you could jack off your ears. <laughs> No, we're not going to talk. That's what we were talking about before we started recording was how, like, it, if you could Sight clear game. the earwax yeah. out by jacking off your ears and having the earwax just shoot out of your ears, yeah, mm-hmm. that would roll. And it felt good. There's not a ton more on that, so we won't go too much more into it. Well, but I think it is worth a asking. true thing that Francesca said before. <laughs> Zeitgang. Zeitgang, what is the most efficient way to clear wax out of your ears? Because we were talking about, is it candling? You go to the doctor, like, don't use Q-tips. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? I don't have, like, I mean, right. my mom has one of those bamboo picks that, like, that, like for, like, Asian Ooh. bamboo picks. Oh, but, the scrapers. Yeah, but Little see, scraper. I don't have the Asian earwax. I got, like, I got, I got American earwax. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's not flaky and shit. So. American earwax! <laughs> don't stay away from me! <laughs> yeah, I got that thick goopy goop and, uh... No, you guys, I, we have special earwax. You guys maybe even more so, which is podcaster earwax yeah <laughs> you know yeah. you got the ear earbuds airpods i don't yeah, know they're just yeah. steaming your ear canals so anyway i know there's got to be someone who has like the hack Zygang, please reach out to either jack francesca or i let us please. know what is Thank the you. best way that isn't q-tip based okay yeah i feel like though all those that's one of the things that i get like banner ads for you know <laughs> like once once you like 
gone, been on the internet for a while and they start being like, this is the type of belly fat that you want to avoid. And right. it's like one one page view before they start telling you that you want a free iPod, you know? That's <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, this what is this from 2003? Yo, they got one that's like a fucking camera that you use alongside. Yo, this is too much. Bro. I don't need a fucking camera, man. Just we actually have that. Off. I don't want to see my, it. Oh, you have, have that? that? Yeah, I, I don't fuck with it because it hurts <laughs> really bad. But my my wife loves doing this to our youngins. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Doing the little camera thing. In the ear? In the ear. There's like a Ooh. little camera and like connected to a little pick. And you go in there and scrape it away. And my kids don't mind it as much as I do. Yeah. My daughter really likes the feeling of the booger suck, but she only thinks she just thinks it's funny. But if it actually really goes deep, get, like gets anything a lot, she's yeah. like ah. But she right. like likes it, like he tickles, and it's funny to her. Right yeah, until like she's feeling it like from behind her eyebrow, pull shit out. No, <laughs> if she ever feels that, she'll freak out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the so eye the just starts twitching a little bit. <laughs> Do a circle. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, we're gonna talk about Elon fucking. Musk. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna King Cringin guy, Miles. Tell that to Earth. Oh, my God, dude. Tell it to Earth, bro. He has, what, what, he has derailed. Yeah. We might talk about uh, the first Lifetime Christmas movie with fucking... Mm. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. Show uh, all that, plenty more. But first, Francesca, we do like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history? Okay, so... I know, I know what you guys want. You want the embarrassing stuff. No. Yes. You want that real shit. You don't want something like, you know, a new sleep sack I was looking at for my daughter. What's going on? The Wolino? What's up? The Wolino? No. Uh-huh. No. This is like a Guru Numu or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the worst Yo, name. Yeah, all that yeah. baby shit is so fucking, yeah. Like boo, it turns boo. me off. Like you act, it's actually baby babble. Like babies yeah. have boo, named boo. them. Mini Nunumu. Oh, the Numa one. Boo boo. Organic, though. Organic? Yeah, the organic one. Of course. Organic organic. That looks like a potato sack with straps on it. Like, I don't know. Sure. (laughs) No, I did look up Matt Reif shin surgery. Yeah. (laughs) Jaw surgery. Because you're looking for that for your Matt, right? You're like... How do I get him? So man? I don't know how much you guys have covered Matt Rife's rise. Not, I have not much not at all. Actually. At all. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I'm look. I'm. I just want to state I am not mad at him. I haven't watched any of his clips at all. I truly cannot stand his face. He's just not someone I would listen to generally. Mm. Um, but he's worked hard on that face. Apparently, he's admitted from what again. This is one of my like. Can I take a break from the news? Deep dives. He has admitted to getting Botox and you look at him and you're like, yeah, that's, there's a lot, that's a lot of George Santos uh, energy there. Like you see it, it's like too smooth. But then apparently his plastic surgeon went on TikTok and, and posted something like, oh, that feeling when you've created the most perfect chin and then the person gets canceled because Matt Reif opens his special with like a domestic violence joke, like some dumb, he's fairly bottom of the barrel. Yeah, it's very old timey. It's very bottom of the barrel. It's very blue. It's it's just like not. I mean, you know, he rose to fame off of TikTok and crowd work clips. And it's like, again, and being hot. Exactly. And so and part of that is this chin surgery. And he replied to this person, this surgeon and was saying like, you know, 
uh, spreading lies uh, will get you in like a lot of trouble or you could be sued or some some kind of reaction, which sort of tipped off to a lot of folks online that seems like it might be true, but he's not willing to admit it. And it's funny because one of his opening jokes, I did watch this was also something like, like I have a jawline that looks like it could like, you know, cut through whatever something, something. like just like yeah. cut through a, a board or whatever and wow, um sounds and everyone hilarious. <laughs> yeah it's really really top top uh, look no. here's a joke about how hot and like conventionally handsome I am. well right and he kind of you which is fine to do if you yeah, like truly like i've so. heard comics get on stage and be like you know i look like a guy who you know you're always like right. if you're you know i look like a guy who's gonna ask you you know do you know who my father is and that's another way to sort of say i look very sure. like white bread and you know blah but and so I think he leans into it, but it is funny that I guess he had plastic surgery and used to be super insecure about his chin before. And, and now it's a monstrosity. I mean, to arguably being insanely, undeniably hot gave him an like his jawline gave him an edge. That's where I wanted to go oh, with that. Course, it gave yeah. him that edge. You think like, this an edge this that looks he could like cut a, through glass with? This shit exactly. looks bad. This jaw looks criminal. You think oh, so? Miles. 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 Come on. Miles. This is what y'all want? That's... This motherfucker looked like... I don't want that. This looked like... He looks like he was drawn by, like, one of those 90s Superman comic artists. Like, it's... No, he just looks like an AI recreation. You remember... You remember in, in you remember in the mask, the bad guy Dorian, when he gets yeah. the mask and puts it on? Hot. He looks Dorian like if hot. Killian Murphy put on the mask <laughs> yeah. and turned his like big old head into some weird cinder block shit. I don't know about that. That's what people want. That's all people want. It's okay, cool. I mean, whatever. Yeah, look. So yeah, I was looking that up. That that is my search history. Yeah, just yeah. Uh, that's such a wild back and forth with the surgeons like talking shit. And he's like, "Hey, buddy, like, why don't you fucking hey man, so you know that could get you in trouble <laughs> saying the truth out loud in this yeah. day and age." But it's I also true. like, isn't that not the move? Isn't the move to just be like, "Yeah, I had surgery, and don't I look great?" And then my other thought was like, I've had. So I had my wisdom teeth removed. This is a long story. When I didn't really need them removed. And so I had some like jaw rupture and jaw stuff. If when you get jaw surgery, they have to break your jaw and realign it. Do you know how risky that is for the rest of your body? Like since I have had my like uh, wisdom teeth removal that I didn't actually need, it fucked up my entire shit. I had like repetitive strain injury. I can't, I couldn't, I still can't use a regular mouse. Like all of my nerve endings and shit in my arms and my forearms, it re, your jaw is so crucial right, to yeah. how your whole spine and your body are actually working and connected. And if you break that, it's just like, like that is really fucking serious. Anyway, yeah. just to, of all the surgeries to get, it's incredibly serious. Yeah. yeah. No. So he's willing to, Suffer for his he art. He can pay for a physical therapy. And his yeah. art is having a fucking sick jaw. Oh, I man. haven't watched him. So, I, yeah, I shouldn't talk shit either. But it's just everything <laughs> I hear about him is very, very funny to me. And not Like his jokes? The, yeah. Like everything I hear about him is like, like that guy. Why, why are they giving this guy a hard time? <laughs> <laughs> Someone said Matt Reif looks like Phil and Lil's mom from Rugrats. And now I can't. Unsee. Yo, <laughs> that's a fucking <laughs> shot. Oh no! What uh? What's something you think is overrated? Uh, overrated. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> With the headband I mean, and shit. I'm not trying to. <laughs> he does, um, man. Wow. I guess maybe it's perfectly rated. Okay, but here's I think champagne is overrated. Maybe mm, I've right. said this before on the show, but it is too sweet always. Gets you too drunk always, and 
it, it's just, it, it's too expensive, I guess. And it's stupidly seen as like a status symbol. I think champagne right. is gross. Yeah. I prefer an Abruzzo. Was it Abruzzo? What's the sparkling red? See, oh, this is oh. another Italian moment. I uh, I always wondered if there was a sparkling red. There you is. Never no, there the... is. There is. And you can have it chilled, too. And I used to get, oh, man. No, but Lambrusco. it's the region Lambrusco. of Italian. Lambrusco. Abruzzo, yeah. Lambrusco. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Lambrusco is, fuck, uh, yeah. Lambrusco greater than Grand champagne. Yeah, for sure. I'm just for not sure. that into champagne. No, it is interesting, too, how it is like the default drink for being like, and we here we are. Get the champagne. Like, we still have this. The momentum of like cracking open barrels of champagne from like centuries ago. That is like, have you ever gotten drunk on champagne? It's the most like yeah, puking the whole time. It's like it gives you acid reflux immediately. Yeah, and if it's not like that's why the whole bottomless mimosa thing. Oh, hell no! And I've had like I've went (laughs) one of my uh, Valentine's Day with my ex uh, went to like a bottomless champagne Valentine. I was like, oh, this will be cute. Found it on Eventbrite. Never do that. Uh I ended the night puking having puked in a doorway of a bank and then crying in the shower about how i ruined like oh. valentine's day it was so perfect and so champagne and champagne yeah. doesn't yeah. do, it'll you're like you're just the steep climb to being drunk and then it'll drop you super quick no one yeah. has a good champagne drunk story like no one's ever like no. i love champagne because every time i drink blood everyone's like Man, I fuck I fucked up again. I went to fucking bottomless mimosa brunch, the hip hop, right. the trap brunch again. We drank nine bottles of Wyclef, the fucking cheap ass sparkling wine, and I'm fucking sick in fucking Koreatown again. Like I imagine <laughs> champagne is good if it's and I don't I guess maybe what is it done, Perion or something? Or like mum or what's the other like I, I guess if it's mums. top, top, Mumford top, top. Sons. Yes, Mumford and Sons. If it's top tier, and that's why I guess if if you spend you know thousands of dollars on a really incredible bottle, or I don't know what, yeah, whatever, I don't know. then I, I think maybe it's good. But ninety nine percent of the time, it's bad. Combined yeah. with berry, for some reason, strawberries with champagne, like those two complement each other better. And like it doesn't didn't make sense to me that they would complement each other as well as they do. But they okay, they really, Bruno Mars. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I get most of my culinary <laughs> ideas from Bruno Mars songs. That's what you. <laughs> That that is what I like. Uh, that's what you like, bro. <laughs> that song's about me. <laughs> have you tried it though? Like, it's, I don't think I have. It like makes champagne taste way better for some reason. Anyways, what's something you think is underrated? Closing the door on your cat at night so they cannot sleep with you. Mm. Ah. Not sleeping with your cat. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Because the yeah. cat doesn't understand that there's no ins and outs. You're either nope. in or you're out. You know, so they want to go in, they want to go out. They want to meow and bring you the toy. They want to like, and then I get so like, every time I go pee, you're like worried you're going to wake the cat because then, and then you got to slip back into the same exact like contorted position yep. you were in when, you know, and then it's like a landmine in your bed. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? You're out. You're out of here. No sleeping <laughs> with me. And the other thing I'll say instead of co-sleeping is also overrated. Co-sleeping with your partner. Overrated. Overrated. Yeah. Uh, We're currently on an experiment, full disclosure. We're sleeping in separate beds, in separate rooms, and it is wonderful. It is so good. If you look, a lot of people have similar sleep schedules, similar sleep routines. They all, you know, everyone where like reads their little book and then they go to sleep and then they're like, good night. Some people like holding hands. Some people cuddle. (laughs) That's not me. Yeah. 
I yeah, don't my know. wife and you I know? only go to sleep holding each other's hands with just big serene smiles on. Yeah, our yeah. Like, it's like you're about to like you're about to die on the Titanic. Yeah, or exactly. Shit? Nah, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's every night. Every just, night yeah, we do an old couple from Titanic. <laughs> the <old> couple, yeah. <laughs> reading the kid that book to your kids. But it's like yeah. you know, I have to get up in the ass crack of dawn when the baby wakes up, and that's my job. That's the the thing. You know, my t- my shift, I guess, and I can wake up early, but not that's if I don't Wright sleep says, well. That is your job. Okay. Yeah, that's your job. Yeah, that's your job. Complain to the manager. Oh. <laughs> but Matt Lieb and I, yeah, and it's been good. We've been sleeping in separate beds, and it's nice. I it's, get we that both because sleep well. Yo, Her Majesty has the cat. The cat would try and sleep with me, and I'm like, you get the. F- I'm sorry, I'm trying to sleep, and I know yeah. you're fucking ass. You want to take up all this fucking space? No, because I'm also very like. I'm very like empathetic in that sense. I'm like, oh shit, they fucking sleep. I don't want to fuck that up. And then I don't sleep well. Exactly. So it's been an in- eternal argument between me and Her Majesty where she's, I'm like, yo, get that cat out the bed or I'll do something. She's like, you woke the cat up. And I'm like, what the fuck is the cat in the fucking bed? <laughs> get the fucking cat out. Like, it's fucking three in the That's morning, man. And now like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Like, what do you want me to do? Fucking, I can't do a whole fucking. You know, you won't uh, even open both your eyes at the same time when you go to the bathroom. Hell no, barely. Now there's I'm like, like an argument. Now. You know about <laughs> me. I like. I have to stay full max sleepy when I'm going to the bathroom in the middle of the night. I don't how, how do you do doing. that? Because I I have to cross baby's room, and so I'm like doom doom doom, and you can't be creepy quiet and stay asleep. Yeah, because there's yeah. there's something very wakeful oh. about trying to not make noise. I got that. I got that sound machine blasting like it's fucking summer jam in there. Oh, me too. Oh, so yeah. there's no way. Like if, if the little, <laughs> if the guy's child heard my shit, then they call the Pentagon because we have a human weapon on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. But you know, in, in my head, I'm like, you, they heard the creak. Oh, I do that. I was like, fuck. Like, like, they never wake up. But yeah. Ah, uh, new parent shit. We love it. Don't we, folks? Yeah. We love it. But cats are like nocturnal, right? Or at least part nocturnal. So they, they just, yeah, that they sounds sleep like, like real 18 nightmare. hours a day though. They it's sleep like, no, 18 no, hours and out. Yeah. They yeah, sleep during the day. It's like you get loads. to, if you don't sleep right now, you have another chance. Every yeah. day, a whole day is your chance. Yeah. Me no have chance. Like I right. need to sleep right now. And I feel bad. She's outside of the door. Yeah. You know, and then she's loud. Are for. Yeah. Oh yeah. Earplugs, white noise. Uh, we've got everything. If if any intruder came into our house, we would you're never you're hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like they're like trying to wake you up to know your values. Like, hey, 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 where the fuck is this shit? <laughs> gun to my head. Yeah. All this <laughs> white noise. Yeah. <laughs> just wake up. The house is gone. You're just in a bed in a field somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just down to the studs somehow. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's take a quick break, yeah. and we'll be right back and talk about. Elon Musk. Fuck it. Zeit gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone. Transform your tablet into a point of sale system. Or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, how to 
bustling retail business and I need, you know, maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street, take credit card payments, whatever. And I know Shopify is easy to use. Half the time I buy something online, I'm like, oh, yep, they're using Shopify. And if you need to learn more, check out their website. It's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or, again, looking for hardware to make sales easier. Shopify.com has all of that. Just go there. Check it out. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash TDZ, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring the Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. And we're back. And uh, there was a New York Times event of some sort. And Elon Musk showed up dressed like Launchpad McQuack. (laughs) (laughs) And he shout to JM. That was his observation. Our writer, JM. (laughs) So funny. And also looking like he's just fresh off a, a new facelift of some sort. Something going on. People on, on Twitter are saying he looked like men like uh, Vincent D'Onofrio when he was Edgar in Men in Black. He does look like someone. He he <laughs> looks like somebody is wearing an Elon Musk. Hat. Yeah, like he's like, yo, shift yeah. the face part a little bit on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> does that matter? Push that shit around. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I, we have to apologize. <laughs> and water. Um, yeah, sorry to have to mention this fuckwad again, but uh, he put in the performance of a life. He's somehow besting himself with the outrageous, outlandish behavior and fully jettisoning himself from planet Earth. So at this like New York Times book deal or whatever event, shit, I don't even know what I was feeling when I watched it. It was like sad, weird, uncomfortable, omni-cringe, I guess Mm -hmm. is what to call it. When the topic of his recent love of anti-Semitic conspiracy theories came up, because, you know, for those that probably or probably know, look, on November 15th, he basically announced that he was like a card carrying anti-Semite and like doubled down on it in the replies, like clarifying it. And that led to obviously the advertiser exodus. And it's been the biggest thing hanging over the site ever since. And when he was asked about it, he was like, you know, it's probably the dumbest post I've, I think I've ever made. But then he's like, OK, well, you know, you went you took that trip to Israel, you know, that maybe that looked that looked like a, you know, flaccid apology tour. This is when he absolutely took off so here is him this is the question that's being asked is a is in reference to you know what what, what was that israel tour and are you what's going on with the anti-semitism yeah. what's going on and his answer isn't like offensive so much as it's like just he, he seems like he's losing his grip 
on reality, right? Yeah. Well, like, just keep that in mind that throughout all this, he's sniffling weird and looking at the audience like for cues or something. But anyway, here he is talking about what was really going on with, with me right now. But there's a public perception that that was part of a apology tour, if you will. That mm. this had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers. We even talked about Bob Iger today. Stop. You hope uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise. No. What do you mean? No. If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. <laughs> the whole audience but, is like, huh? go Dead fuck yourself. Is A little fair? laugh. Okay. I hope it is. Self-satisfied. Hey, Bob. If you're in the audience. I'm talking straight to Bob Iger because Disney yeah. fucking pulled that. So he's like, what's up, Bob Iger? Well, well let me ask you then. <laughs> he's doing this weird, That's how like, I feel. Don't about, advertise. Head nod to the about, audience. Dude, the audience is even like, yo, what is this? this? Like, people are doing the uncomfortable laugh, dude. Like, oh, he really, he's torching he it right now. He looks like if Kermit the Frog, like, you know, like, peeled off his green skin and revealed like do you know what i mean <laughs> like face or like, or, like oh, he's, i don't know he's sitting and he's no elon <laughs> elon's very kermit right now he's just kind of like and he's turning his head very like go fuck uh-huh. us up bye <laughs> like it's he's just, a i don't know he's got a weird yeah, like he's got remember, he's how, in his Muppet remember how kermy's little cousin was like pink and you're like why are you pink this is weird yeah, oh, no, oh, yeah that's elon pink. one of them was pink He's very red. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's more than just how, how stupid he looks. Right. I love that, though, too. The, the fucking the interviewer is trying to be like, right. And I get that you can just say that. But in reality, you need money to run a site. If part of the underlying model, at least today, and maybe it needs to shift, maybe the answer is it needs to shift away from advertising. Um, if, if you believe that this is the one part of your business where you will be beholden to those who... Uh, have this view. What do you do? F Y. I I understand that, but there's a reality to... You just whispered G-F-Y. Right? Yes. (laughs) I love how he's like, right, asshole. There's a reality, right? (laughs) (laughs) Is the question? Let him sit with that. Who thinks this is cool? I'm just like, oh, the the 12-year-old boys... uh, you know, mention that there's a reality, right? Yeah. And I <laughs> like, love how he even has to be like, like, bro, bro, like you got, watch, he's going to bring up Linda Yaccarino, who's in the fucking audience, who's in charge of doing so this embarrassing. shit. I mean, Linda Yaccarino's right here and she's got to sell advertising. Uh, uh, absolutely. So, Oh, absolutely. Um, no, no, mm. to- totally. So, so totally. What, no, no, actually, what, what this advertising boycott is, uh, is, is going to do, it's, it's going to kill the company. Huh? And then he does and like a that, uh, head I, but, turn to the audience. And the whole world will know that oh. those advertisers killed the company and we will document it in great detail what but there are those advertisers <laughs> i imagine are going to say they're going to say we didn't kill the company oh yeah they're going to say tell it to, tell it to earth but they're going to yes. say that, what say elon that you killed the company because <laughs> you said these things and that they were inappropriate things and that they didn't feel comfortable on the platform right that's see. that's and, what and they're going to say and let's see how earth responds to that what tell it to Earth, yo, Francesca. Bro. Tell, tell it, it to Earth, fam. This is, I mean, it is like, again, when, when billionaires are Karens, it's not just the manager. It's like, tell it to Earth. Right, yeah. I want all of Earth to know. This and is, like, 
This is he's documented. still not on Mars. You're not on Mars. Yeah, we fucking can't wait for you to get there. Go, yeah. go. Right. We can't wait for that interplanetary disaster to unfold live for all of us to watch. But like, it's I don't know. When he says he- like, when he goes, they're going to kill the company, and we're, we're documenting document it in great it. detail. Is yeah. like that's that's when you're like, oh, this is. Like he's having a mental health crisis. Yes. Like that. This, yeah, d- this does not make like the fact that the interviewer is like there <laughs> keeps there. having to be like, but reality exists, doesn't it? No, like that's, tell that to Earth. Huh? But that's no, a, it's, I know it, he's making not only his midlife crisis, but also his mental illness, all of our business. Yeah. And it's awful. And yeah. he's truly spiraling and there's nobody who can has ever been able to like pull him back yeah and it's also like just try to act like you know what like a businessman acts like you know someone (laughs) even someone who's smart just try to act smart a little bit you know and he he can't do that because i think again it's not important to him he doesn't actually have any admiration or respect for anyone who does make money or anyone who is actually a smart investor or businessman he wants to be cool and he wants yes. to be a Nazi. He wants to yeah. be a cool Nazi. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, and yeah. No, I, I agree with you, though. I, I mean, he's a child. He's ever he's I mean, I also think like wealth and racism. I hate when people say that they're mental illnesses, but they certainly are. They can I think they can be. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just like, it, it's. I just want this. He's going to fucking run for office at some point. You know what I mean? Like. That's where I feel like the Elon Musk story is headed, but well, I mean, I don't know, guys. You guys have talked about everything. The most that, you he can know, do hidden. is Senate. <laughs> it's not going to be the White House. Oh but God. why yeah. would he? But yeah. I mean, he's already okay. like the most power. You know, one of the most powerful people in the history of the planet. Like, what? Why would he need to run for office? No, like, of it, course he. I guess he, but it's like from a personal perspective, it feels like maybe he needs. I think that's too risky. That would, that's too risky because that would actually require getting votes and like that's measurable. Like, I don't think he could handle taking that out. So cannot speak publicly. Like, I'm sorry. And I know he's neurodivergent, but I know the community does not claim him. Uh, But he cannot speak in public. He's terrible. Yeah. And then later in the interview, do you see the, you watch the part where he doesn't remember the dude's name? Called him. Jonathan? Right. And he's like, that's your friend, I thought? Maybe not. <laughs> he's like, it's Andrew, but I mean, yeah. it's yeah. just so It's brilliant. Andrew Ross Sorkin. But anyway, go on, sir. But then yeah. right after that, he then talks about how he has this other really fantastic take about unions and what, like, what the problem with unions are. It's, again, this is someone who is not just, just saying whatever the fuck they want to out loud. I disagree with the idea of unions, but perhaps for a reason that is different than people may expect, which is I I just don't like anything which creates kind of a lords and peasants sort of thing. And and I think the unions naturally try to create negativity in a company and and create a sort of lords and peasants uh, situation. Uh, There are many people at Tesla who have gone from working on the line to being in senior management. There is no... Lords and peasants. Everyone eats at the same table. Yeah, everyone eats at the same table unless you're a unless you're person black. of color. And then there's yeah. a yeah. whole other section for you to go to called the jungle. Yeah. Uh, and that's where you, you will from work. me because I don't like seeing you. 
It's yeah. not lords and peasants. It's more like a overseer slave relationship that I like. Yeah, yeah. one hundred percent. But this is—it's so about? fun when you see like a, you know, so-called free-thinking billionaire just sort of parrot the exact same, you know, corporate line that CEOs have parroted for the time immemorium of like, you know, that would make it feel like there's, you know, friction between us, person I completely underpay and will fire if they right. at all try to yeah. form a union. It's like, you know, it would seem as if there's a power imbalance. There fucking is a power imbalance. Like, right, right. it's like, instead of being like, no, we, I like to think of us as a family, you know? <laughs> I but was, they no. tell me about that thing that I like to ignore, the power imbalance. Exactly. And just pretend isn't there and pretend that we're all a family. And yeah, so, you have a horse. Yeah. i i mean i'm very excited right that the uaw has announced that they are going to be unionizing non-union workshops i mean um factories auto auto factories across the country and tesla is absolutely included in that and i know actually that workers are trying to unionize and they are also and this maybe sounds a little weird but they're they're embarrassed that they because they like the company they work for they believe in tesla you know they like right. the ev world and they think it is cutting edge and they're engineers and they're and whatnot and whatever else <laughs> it involves and they fucking want him gone they truly yeah. want him gone yeah and so i mean I, I just can't get over like i think truly and you guys have talked about this perhaps but the stunt to go to israel um, which The Onion had one of the best headlines, which was, you know, he is so thankful to return to an apartheid state, kisses the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk kisses the ground of a new apartheid state. Beyond that, I think it's incredibly cynical. And it's cynical because this is someone who called the Anti-Defamation League promoting racism against white people. Yeah, then he said he would remove pro-Palestine keywords and got heralded by the ADL. And you're like, the ADL is not... Right an honest arbiter here. They don't have ending anti-Semitism in their interests. And the fact that Israel welcomed the likes of Elon Musk, Musk yeah. Also, yeah. also, excuse me, I could speak, also <laughs> should tell us that they are also not honest actors when it comes yeah. to truly stopping anti-Semitism in Israel and around the world. Yeah. Like, if you're going to welcome Elon Musk, fuck that. Right. It's you like, don't oh, need that ally. Right. And then also to say, like, well, I can excuse his anti-Semitism because in this one narrow way, it's overlapping with something I believe. So, yeah, that we love it. And then he was wearing just, so you know, that outfit, he was wearing a dog, an IDF dog tag, too. That was like right. saying that was about like releasing all of the hostages. So it's like so everything was so like empty gesture optic shit. Yes. It's, it's embarrassing for fucking everyone. And yeah, I, that. That interview, I don't know what the, the state of the company is right now, but my God, that did not help fucking anything. No. I mean, yeah. I, I, I That's the thing is we're still there, though. Like, I'm still there. I know a lot of women, people of color, trans people, queer people, they've all left. Right. But, like, I don't know. I guess I'm still, like, I just don't know what, <laughs> like, I guess we're all kind of waiting for maybe him, like, just like a this big, him to get tired of his toy, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, right. Like, just wait it out. Like, is mm-hmm. it going to happen? It's like, who knows? I mean, but I mean, we're close to something. Wacky They're going to kill the company. They're going to kill the company. And... The wait. And we're going to document it. What? That's like some shit. Like when like, like 
Like a Karen has a meltdown <laughs> where they've clearly fucked up in a public place, but then they get their camera out to record oh, the person take, recording. Yeah. You take video of me. Like, well, I'm taking video of yeah, you. Guess what? Now they're gonna know about. She's like, no, motherfucker, it's you. What the fuck are you talking about? Okay, tell him what I did. That's exactly. I'm reacting what it to is. your shit. This is not a fucking move. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Tell that to Earth. Tell that to Earth. Okay. Yeah. All right, Will Smith. Welcome to Earth. Yeah. That's. <laughs> Did he, I mean, I, that felt like that was him, his brain trying to improvise in that moment. Yeah. But that was, that was interesting. Yeah. Tell it to earth. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. We're back. And the Lifetime Hallmark Christmas Movie Universe. Mm-hmm. Has there ever been crossover? Have they ever like suggested that maybe these all take place in the same weird universe where people reproduce uh, via meaningful looks that I wish there was because that would be the most <laughs> fucked up writing. I think I could have ever imagined trying to weave it all together, but yeah, just when they're like plaids on their shirts, like match up. That's when like the baby is made. Yeah. Right. 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 It's like, like, yeah. That's how way. cuttlefish reproduces. Like they like start having patterns that like match one another as they're <laughs> mating with each yeah, other. That's, that's how so, they like, mate. Like, they, yeah. They All right, wait, hold, hold on. I got to ask you again. And then the <laughs> Is that fish fact from cracked or a fish fact from being a parent? From being a parent. parent. Okay. <laughs> I got to always ask. Fact? I'm like, what was the, you oh, yeah, I was before we started recording, I was talking about the efficiency of how seahorses are some of the most efficient <laughs> uh, hunters. And that is, these are facts from being daddy. Yeah. yeah. So then, Fact when you talk crack. about cuttlefish mating, do you have to talk about what mating means? Uh, yeah. When you have the kind sex of. Stuff? Yeah, we're is just like. Oh yeah, what do you do? 
Yeah, oh, okay, just like reproduce. that's how they have babies. Make good more. more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. When one cuddlefish. You don't talk about the cuddlefish's giant clit. Yeah, or, or a big ball sack. <laughs> Check out the sack on this scuttle, cuttlefish. They just scuttle. learned there. There, there's like apparently some new research about dolphins' clits. Dolphins have massive clits. I massive like. clits. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for dolphins. There was something recently about I think it was a snake clitoris that. Yes. Like, literally, male researchers could not find, and it took female researchers to be like, yo, man, the clit right here, bro. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, we know not what this We're looking at the end of the tail. We thought the little rattler thing. Oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, So, there is a new Lifetime Christmas movie that is breaking new ground. Yeah. Country singer and former One Tree Hill actress Jana Kramer is starring in an upcoming Lifetime Christmas movie called A Cowboy Christmas Romance about a real estate agent who I think real estate agents should be the protagonists of more films, guys. Just have like they're, a wake-up They're up cool. They're, uh, yeah. I, I just feel like real estate agents are always Well, cool. she's going to give up her job by the end of this film, obviously. Oh, of course, y- for a simpler y- thing. Better fucking believe every, it. <laughs> I hate that every, like, as someone who watches a lot of these shits, it always starts off with, Lady or guy from the city goes to small every fucking time. Is it guy, though? Is it ever a guy who decides that all he wants to do is just, like, not chase money and just sort of settle down? There is an occasional one, yeah, where, like, fast-paced living dude comes in and he's, like, a fucking hotshot, like, earth fucker who's going to destroy a town and then realizes at the end he likes Christmas lights, it turns out. And I don't like venture capital. (laughs) (laughs) With Frosty the Snowman. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's, like, always the same, but I'm always back. I'm like, well, how's this one different? Oh. Oh, it's it's a pretend Notting Hill ripoff. It's it, all I mean, that's a, that's sort of like the the mystique and magic of Christmas is. Yeah, like it, it worked for Scrooge. It's going to work for everybody. It's basically just Christmas Carol over right. and over and over again. There's something about the magic of yeah, the lights and the cinnamon. Yeah. And yeah. then suddenly I don't want to be Henry Kiss. It never worked on Henry Kissinger. In no, fact, no, they right. really tried. No, they dressed him like, up uh, like a Christmas tree, man. Yeah, they yeah. turned him yeah. into a, a pumpkin spice latte. That they had dude. ghosts visiting him every night oh. throughout the seventies. Oh yeah, and oh, yeah. he was. He was and, yeah, he's like, like, yo, you, I'm just all carpet them bomb these both fucking yeah. ghosts, bro. Get them the fuck <laughs> yeah. out my mind. He he hugged the old Jacob Marley, and then as he was walking <laughs> away, Jacob Marley realized he had planted a grenade in his <laughs> on his chain. <laughs> But yeah, so this one's about a real estate agent who returns to her hometown in Arizona. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I love that it's Arizona love that. to Got reclaim land belonging to a rancher. Mm. But get this: the two of them form a connection. Oh, Hell yeah! As she reclaims land, it's kind of loaded. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna get the deed to her ranch. That's oh, right. Uh, now, normally, that is the only sexual content we would get would be implication basically yeah oh yeah usually these films like their sexual climax is at the very end we're like they're together and they kiss and it's like the end not so which is not good because sex can really make or break you know whether yeah exactly where's the follow-up and they're like yo they're such a mismatch sexually (laughs) (laughs) really bad he was looking at look me dead in my eyes when he's going down on me and i was like bro please this is too much and kept winking yeah Uh, (laughs) doing his eyebrows like this 
<laughs> up and down, huh? waggling huh? his eyebrows while going down on me. <laughs> like huh? you should have known, huh? this guy was going fucking weird huh? the whole movie. Huh? He called me mom huh? in bed. Yeah. Oh yeah. god, and not in like mommy. a sexy Spanish way. Not like hey, mommy. Like you know, mommy, mommy, yeah. mommy. Yeah. <laughs> Kept his high oh, socks shit. on. Was yeah. looking a lollipop. He left his socks on. Yeah. You know, he actually left his cowboy boots on. He was in bed. Standing oh. on my bed, covered yeah, in boots. cow shit. Yeah, <laughs> but anyways, so she <laughs> has announced, guys, there, there's going to be fucking in this one. There's going to be a sex scene, typically sex, along with swearing, drugs, and fun in general, do not yeah. exist in these ultra conservative holiday movies. Also, magic like Santa Claus doesn't really exist, right? I mean, is yeah, Jesus see, watching like, in the corner? Like, as long as Jesus is there watching, I think like it's okay. baby Jesus. Yeah, like, as long as confused. baby Jesus is like, oh, but like watching. early on, though, Hallmark wouldn't fuck with like a magic even advent calendar. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if the calendar had powers that would normally be bestowed upon Christ our Savior, we don't want that here. But isn't that? I mean, I guess is the magic is That's the implicit nature though. of Christmas, the magic of Christmas. Is it Jesus? Like, is that what everyone's sort of implying? Like Home Alone 2, like was right. the sort of like the jingle jangle and the special stuff. Was that Christmas or is that was just homeless people who actually save your ass every single time? <laughs> I think there's, right, right, you know, right. I think there's like a secular Christmas magic that is. That's what I thought. Best uh, expressed in Ghostbusters 2, where it's just oh. like goodwill. You know, and I guess right, Elf right. has a similar thing where it's just like happiness and joy of like groups of people and like the way it's expressed and culminates is by like people singing together. Right. And Thank you for explaining happiness. Yeah. Uh, and this is, uh, I, I don't I understand that. humans, uh, but uh, <laughs> as best I can tell via Ghostbusters 2 and Elf, um, this is, this is right. how they the sparkly, operate. Sparkly Sparkly is not really Jesus, but it kind of, Miles, would you say it is in Lifetime and Hallmark movies? Because I haven't No, seen... I know Jesus shit in there. They don't talk I mean, about there Jesus. are ones that they do, but like for the most part, I honestly think the, the biggest, like, the purpose of all these films is like there is like a psychological uh, like downshifting that happens at like around this time of year. People are like, OK, like we're going it's Christmas or it's the end of the year. And like, I just need to look at something that reinforces the fact that it's the end of the year and I it's not that. challenging narratively. And yeah. it's like I can look away and still know what the fuck happens or know exactly how this shit is going to play out. It's not it's fully predictable. So even as a viewer, I feel fully in control of what I'm watching because the fucking the holidays are already wacky and shit. I think that that has a huge impact. Like, that's one of the big reasons why these movies are so big. It's like they're just so fucking easy to watch. Yes. Like, that's it. Yes. That's Super it. Easy. Inoffensive. Yeah. 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 But she said it's the first Lifetime Christmas movie that has a sex scene on an episode of her podcast, Wind Down. Oh, is it doggy style? Like, the, when, when <laughs> yeah, he just <laughs> takes me from behind on like in a coat room. It's crazy. Wait, is she pregnant? She's saying she said when I read it, I was like, well, this is going to be interesting. I'm like, how are we going to do this with the baby belly? She oh, yeah. Maybe pregnant. she's pregnant. Okay. Yeah. Preggers my eggers. Preggers. Okay. <laughs> so what? Oh, oh, shit. So he had that shit on the kitchen counter. Yeah, oh. it wasn't me. Wow. On the kitchen he, counter. Uh, and they just, like do the no. thing, the movie thing where they like clear off the stuff on the counter. 
like throw it. <laughs> Who's cleaning throw that shit up? No. Yeah. Oh, and they have counter sex. They have oh, counter so sex. she definitely didn't come. I guess. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> that was for him. It, that was a four. It was like jump. two yeah. and a half minutes, if yeah. that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, "Oh God, thank you." <laughs> Here's my ranch. <laughs> it's just uncut, <laughs> uncut. Thirty five oh, seconds. Oh god! Oh, no. oh shit! He's he's uh, seventy. I meant to do that. You came fast. You came because uh, people might come back. So are you coming? I might be able to get a few more in before it's fully useless. <laughs> god. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, like, I would have thought that the first sex scene in a Lifetime film would have been, you know, soft focus in a bed, beautiful sheets. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. I don't... Nah. It, where I don't people know. Just depends. Eat. Just depends coming on all over into. where people eat. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I know you're asking me, you're like, when you first brought this up, like, if this is affecting, like, my perception or how I look at these movies. Yeah, because you like, famously like do you're not joking. You've watched a lot. I watched a lot. Movies. And I've said it before. I've tried to I've tried to sell scripts of this shit because I'm like, oh yeah. this is so easy, bro. And you yo, can either, yeah, you, you can let me tell you something. You are a thinker on this. Y'all want to fucking hack? Use chat GPT and it'll give you a whole motherfucking holiday movie idea. You just gotta give yes. me dialogue. I'm telling you. Yeah. Like half the time, like, give me a three act structure based on Notting Hill, but holiday themed involving a police yes. officer who realizes that he's anti capitalist and is in love with his partner. But like this well, is that sounds good. tight. Yeah, I know that's good. It's always a ch- but yo, because look, we have some AI tools. Miles, that he's gonna get with. killed though. There's gonna be yeah. some corruption at the police. That that's actually yo, an action. That, that was him. Right? That's twenty one yeah. bridges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but these, I'm like, I don't for the same reason. I just want wallpaper. I don't need yeah. fine art. You know, I don't need and by fine, I mean I don't need like sex scenes or none of that. Like, just show me the person who moved from the city. Or was living too fast and need to slow shit up and realizes what blah 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 is. That's it. I and get I offended by this. Is I mean, this is me just being so allergic to trash. I yeah, like, yeah. I'm so judgy. Doo-doo. But if I if I see file. something that like if I see that or I hear a line that sounds too corny or or like horribly written or yeah. so predictable, I will like convulse and turn it off. Like I will if a show that everyone's like, no, 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 this is a really good show has a bad line or a bad actor immediately. Like I'm just like, I'm out. I'm I'm yeah. taken out of it and I can't. So it's uh, it's so opposite. But like, I don't know. What do I have? I don't have anything on necessarily, but I do like like Great British Baking Show. That's sort of my speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, but I'm like, even... See, like, I look at it like almost like how I watch Fox News, where I'm like, these motherfuckers, are they for real right now? Like, and I watch yeah, it, on. it doesn't make me angry so much. I'm like, y'all, they really make this it's like shit. a sociological like, experiment. But it's like, a little yeah, bit like, like, like when I would like watch The Little Mermaid and then rewind and watch it again immediately after. It, I think it does something to your psyche where it like the conditioning that like heteronormative weirdo you should meet your love at a hoedown, uh, <laughs> you know, like the a Christmas hoedown. Yeah. Like yeah. You, that's, that's doing something to you. I do agree with that. Uh, and like maybe it's I have really too many of these, but yeah, I do think that yeah, a relationship, a marriage actually isn't right in the eyes of God unless you, oh, are you serious? It's, yeah. It doesn't make me vanilla. I have the wildest missionary style sex after watching <laughs> one of those. It was crazy. It was crazy. On a haystack. 
on a haystack, you know, next to a fucking manger, okay? Uh, fucked in next a nativity scene Jesus. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so freaky. Live nativity scene. But we go all the way through the Yo, process. Like, you know oh, what I mean? the three wise men are freaky. Y'all, what y'all looking at? Give me your business. Uh, but, like, this does feel like, to your point, Francesca, like, what we were talking about with, like, the TikTok dating advice, like, you can get so ground down by, like, whether it's capitalism or dating apps or things like that, that sometimes... There is just like this weird thing of like, look how simple this dumb shit is. And in that way, there is like comfort, even though you might not really aspire to that. But there's something about like, wow, this life, wow, in this world, uh, housing crisis doesn't exist. Uh, You know, like wars of imperial wars, like all this shit is like gone. So like some of the dark shit, because we we watched one of the one of the. Oh, actually, I guess it wasn't a holiday movie, but it was a. Netflix movie that was like in the Hallmark kind of genre. Right. And the Josh, what was that guy's name? Josh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Dumel was the love interest. It was like the, one of the number one trending movies on Netflix, like during the pandemic. And Josh Dumel's character was like a fucking like Trump QAnon person. Oh, God. Just like. <laughs> coded that way he right, was right right he was giving uh, that. like okay. he was like oh i'll tell change? you what no 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 <laughs> he was he was he the one he got yeah basically like they she, stormed the capital. He, she came to him from the city where she had like you know things hadn't worked out for her and then she you know came around to his way of thinking did mm-hmm. we okay but what i will say is maybe if i watch these movies i would like i wouldn't stop because last year i did watch last christmas with oh, em- yeah. Amelia Clark. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it was maybe two that. years ago. And, and I was you watched last Christmas? Like three years ago. Yeah. That shit sucked so yeah. much. Oh, yeah. Like, I Terrible. mean, Michelle Yao was in it. I was like, okay, that was a weird choice. But then, like, Amelia Clark and this dude, who is this dude? Henry Golding. Yeah, Henry Golding. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who's the in guy Crazy Rich Asians. Rich he's Asians. So, yeah. He's awful like he's he skips yeah. at one point in the movie in the beginning like and is, and she's like why skipping are you skipping because well, i'm happy and you're just like ew, ew, ew. it was bad and so i'm like but i was really excited because i did kind of want to watch like you know Some cute sh- christmas yeah. meet cute stuff right 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 yeah oh that's right because doesn't she work like with unhoused people or something and like there's like a they have like it it culminates like with like a pageant scene i feel like at the shelter I, I don't think I, I finished I, it. Oh, shit. I, I, yo, I'm not going to lie. I saw this shit in the fucking theater when it came out. You um, did? Yeah. Oh, I'm terrible. You, I'm, this is what I do. I don't know what the fuck that was is wrong with me. was in the dead heart of COVID, Miles. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I need more yeah. Lifetime films. Scamdemic. No, no. It was it was right at the end of 2019. I remember. Because it was like, I honestly, I think it was one of the last films I had seen for like oh, years. Oh, you saw it in the theater? Meanwhile, this is how much I up on. <laughs> I'm like, I just saw it last year. Yeah, <laughs> what the, I mean, there's some repertory theaters movie. that are staging you know, screenings <laughs> of it. That movie, so it cost thirty million dollars to make, and it made a hundred and twenty-three million dollars. So you're not the only person who saw it in theaters, Miles. It's. I'm telling you, there's something like I get some people they do it for it's like visual value. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's why they fuck with it. I'm like half into it for that. The other half, it just feels like. These movies are made with zero taste or quality in mind. Yeah. And then like it's wild to watch like these people know better than this, but this is what we get. And it's just so weird to see how the standards shift so dramatically 
for a holiday film. But if they I think had that's sex. what's also interesting. Yeah, man. I think then they they kind of they get naughty in that, don't they? Well, I didn't finish. He's it. a ghost, right? Is he Yo, a ghost? No. Oh, sorry. Yo. Shit. Yo. Oh, he's a ghost. Spoiler. Oh, I love that. I mean, I don't love <laughs> that, but thank God because it makes it makes his like insufferable character actually. See, that's the thing. I'm impatient. That's why you go to films instead of stream them because you can't leave. Although I have right. left theaters. Yeah, he's he's actually somebody who donated his heart his to heart her. To her, yeah. And so <gasps> oh! he's the manifestation of like some weird like physical. There's like some weird like materialist like physical. You could you could like build an entire religion off of the back of like the mythology of Last Christmas. <laughs> it feels like, it's dude. Like, but like in yeah. the first by 30... giving a heart, you are part them, and therefore their reality manifests itself into <laughs> your physical reality, and then you can fuck them, and then. That's, That's the true weird. Christmas spirit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like your donor always d- is like, they get one fuck, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, how that kid work one out? time. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. TikTok. The Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, I, you know what? If they had done a little bit more, like a little more foreshadowing, but in thirty minutes, I was like, "This is bad. This yeah, is right. bad." No, trust me. When that shit, the reveal happened, I remember looking at her match. I was like, "Yo, what the fuck was that?" Like, <laughs> I almost choked out the person next to me to be like, "Okay, I'm sorry. Somebody's got to take. Somebody's got to. Somebody's got to answer for somebody's this. Somebody's got to go to sleep right now. Somebody's going night night over this terrible plot twist." <laughs> Yeah, it does end. I'm just, this is all based on the Wikipedia plot summary, but it does end with uh, organizing of a show utilizing the talents of the people at the shelter. Yeah, that's and, right. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, Kate delicately performs a solo of the Wham! song Last Christmas, intertwined with flashbacks of her time with the, ghost. the dead person's ghost who she fucked while their heart was beating in her chest. Mm. That's wild, man. So weird. Yeah. So weird. I love it, though. I uh, love it. Oh, that's right, because he she tries to have sex with him, and he says no, and they just kiss, and then he literally ghosts. Right. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Champion. Francesca, Champion. Uh, what a pleasure having you, as always, on oh the Oh, my show. God. Yeah. Where can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? You know where you can find me? You can find me with Miles Gray oh, live. Oh, shit. Tell him. At SF Sketch Fest on yeah. January 28th. That is a Sunday at 7 p.m. at the Gateway wow. Theater. Yeah. You can get your tickets, sfsketchfest.com 2024. We'll put a link. Hopefully, you guys can put a link. Who else is on but, that? Who else is on that? So, it is a live edition of my podcast, The Bituation Room. We've got Miles Gray, comedian Nato Green, and Emma Vigland of The Majority Report. Just such Ooh. a banging lineup. I'm very excited. So please come get tickets yeah. if you're in the Bay. Smoke with me. It's a chance to, you know, stock Miles IRL. I'm sure he's <laughs> excited about it. If you're not in the Bay, that's worth flying in for, if you ask yeah. me. That's oh, cool. yeah. Yo, January 28th. Yo, wild side story. And I have to tell you, Francesco, my brother-in-law knows NATO for like years. Really? Yeah, oh, for nice. like over 25 years. Are they friends? Yeah, they are friends. Like Sworn I'll, I'll, I'll enemies. You know, because he was like, yo, Nate's like, yo, I came up with him in the Bay like 25 years ago. And I was like, and yeah, they're friends. That's anyway, great. Well, he better story. be at the show. God damn it. He will. No, he's, he's, okay, look, good. that's my plus two. All right. <laughs> Amazing. Is there uh, a work of media that you've been enjoying? I did like uh, the IMEU, which everyone should follow. 
which has been reporting and doing great, has a, is a, just a great resource for Israel-Palestine information, has Israel's 2023 wrapped. 15,400 <laughs> plus Palestinians killed, 6,300 Palestinians children killed, 1.7 million Palestinians displaced, 7,000 plus Palestinians arrested. Yay. It's, Ooh, I'm enjoying it. Wrap, Enjoy. Wrap that up with a bow. Yeah. 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 Miles, where can people find yes. you? What is the work of media you've been enjoying? At Miles of Gray, wherever they got the at symbol. You can find Jack and I on our basketball podcast, Miles, Miles and, and Jack, Jack got, got mad boosties. Uh, <laughs> great episode with Sarah Todd, who writes about the Utah Jazz. My my that favorite really Utah Jazz one. reporter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah Todd is always fantastic. Uh, you can also find me on 420 Day Fiance with Sophia Alexander, where I'm talking about 90 Day Fiance. Uh, and also, just want to shout out again, my friend Kim Cooper's one-woman show, Trauma Response. If you're in L.A., please check it out December 5th. I'll have a link in the footnotes. Please, footnotes. cop tickets, check that out. It's about being a transracial Korean adoptee uh, to a white family in Iowa and all of the fun identity crises that come along with shit like that. And a tweet I like is from John Penniman at Historiographos, tweeted a picture of a student emailing him. He's a professor. Uh, and this oh, was yeah. this said. I will never recover from this student email. Good afternoon, Professor Penniman. Hope you had a great break. I was wondering if it would be acceptable to use sources from the late 1900s for our final paper. I found an interesting paper from 1994. Is there a cutoff date of publication? See you tomorrow. <laughs> See you tomorrow, you old ass motherfucker. If you're no, not dead of old age by the then. the late 1900s. Fuck y'all. The late 1900s. Like I'm a fucking driving a Model T and shit. This Fuck is a Marjorie here. Taylor Greene mistake as well. Like I actually think there are people who think the 1900s. Like, <laughs> are they wrong? Is the, like, why would you? The 1900s. Isn't it the end of the 1900s? Technically, 1990. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's yeah, just so no, funny. It's to, correct. It's just a funny way. You would never say that, 1900s. No, it just sounds so Well, dated. they will. Increasingly, they will be in the same yeah. way that we were like, yeah, the late end? 1800s. Um, yeah. What I is that from the, the 1800s? 1900s? Yeah. Like, you consider yourself being born at the this end of the 1900s? This guy was born in the late 1900s. He's so <laughs> fucking old. <laughs> he was born in the 1900s. Shit. Yeah. My shit isn't even that old, that late. I got a lot. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> 94? Like, yo, 94. Fuck out of here. Don't act like that shit's prehistoric. So funny. That's unbelievable. Predates the written word. <laughs> Come on, you were three when 9 11 happened. Fuck you. Uh, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Uh, yeah. Tweet I've been enjoying. Shirts that go hard tweeted a t shirt that says, Henry Kissinger died on Spotify Wrapped Day, November 29th, 2023. And that would just be a cool, cool thing to have written on your chest. Also, Floor Baba tweeted, social media is like, hey, man, let's hang out at the news. I don't know how else to say. <laughs> uh, you can find <laughs> us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what's a song we think oh people might enjoy? What is your, what's in your rap? I'm, I need good oh, music. I've, Sorry, I Miles, haven't even, go. I haven't even opened my rap yet, actually. I haven't even, yeah, that's remind, good, thank you to remind me. Also, shout out all the Has fucking- Apple done that shit yet? Do they do that? Oh yeah, they do have their own version, huh? Yeah, I don't know. Yes, they do. It's, it's probably going to say I'm listening. 
it, it's going to be a, all kinds of sh- stuff because we use our Spotify to play all kinds of shit through the house. But let's see, a track that I like. It's getting chilly, you know. The air is crisp. I like to go on bike rides right now when the air is crisp. Uh, and this is a track, just a little electronic, like not too hardcore electronic music, like something light with a good beat and feels like it goes with the crisp weather. That's this track. It's called Good Lies by Overmono, O-V-E-R-M-O-N-O. Check this one out. Go on a bike ride, take a brisk walk, whatever, breathe in some oxygen from the outside and listen to this and you will feel marginally better. I don't know, uh, but hey, teach their own. But check this out. Damn, this, I was trying to do the Apple one, like fucked my computer. <laughs> Yeah. 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 All right. We will link off to that in the footnotes. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for us this week. We are back on Monday with a whole ass episode telling you Mm -hmm. what was trending over the weekend. And we will talk to y'all then. Bye. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.